0: Welcome back onto to this edition of the Ask Coach Barry podcast. A question in from Graham that was posted in our forums. It's about breathing today. Lindsay, nice to have you on. Great to touch base once again. How's it, Brad? Very good. Question from Graham. He says, nose breathing, mouth breathing, belly breathing, over breathing. The running internet seems to be awash with conflicting advice about the best or correct way to breathe for maximum efficiency. Uh, and then there are ads about breathing trainers, uh, does Coach Barry have a view uh, and advice on the science behind breathing and whether training aids add anything for endurance athletes? One thing I know for sure, breathing in
1: general is important, uh, Lindsay, anything else that you can add to that? Yeah, I've got a little bit of a bias against mouth breathers, because they breathe so loud. <laughs>
0: but
1: no. no science, it's just just personal <laughs> preference. <laughs> Oh no, but uh, and look you, you you laugh, but absolutely it is i mean it's it's how you can get the oxygen in and the oxygen out the most effectively that is the that is the bottom line so you know breathing breathing in through your nose is probably going to provide the most filtered moist air because our that is what our noses are are designed for they're designed to draw in air and keep it keep it humidified and um you strip out the the whatever particles, dust particles, etc., out of the air. So the nose is, is, in theory, that's what it's designed for. But you know, when you're running hard and you need oxygen, I can I can tell you, you, you need to breathe through your your mouth. I mean, that's it's a much bigger hole, and it can take in much more air in in one go. So um, you you need to breathe in the way that that brings it in the the, the most. So. The belly breathing kind of comes in where there are people that don't breathe; they don't open their lungs and expel the air properly. And so, you know, if you if you're doing this very short, shallow breathing, then what tends to happen is that carbon dioxide starts to build up in the the bottom part of your your lungs. So, and probably not in a in a dangerous sense, but again, it just makes it harder for the oxygen to get to where it actually needs to be, which is in the blood, so that it can get down to the, to the muscles. So you do want to breathe deeply um, so that you can clear that that air out, because as the intensity of the exercise increases, or when you, you, know, you really start talking about ultramarathons, when the endurance starts to go, your demand for oxygen is going to go up. Um, and so you do want to be clearing that out and most people do it properly i mean if you run if you run really hard for any distance afterwards one of the things that that's really like if you move funny or you find yourself in a funny position your the intercostal muscles often like go uh, into a bit of a cramp or it feels and and that is why because your body those intercostal muscles will start to work harder to open your lungs and 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 close your your lungs um, so, yeah, the important thing is to get the, the air in. Do those breathing apparatus work? Um, they do to a degree. What they do is that they help you to increase the supply. Of course, our bodies are are limited in their ability to process. So, on a physiological level, you you could easily outstrip demand by having very strong um, lungs, but it's not going to do any harm. I mean, if you're supplying more oxygen than your body needs, it's just not going to use it, quite frankly. And so I do find that those things, those lifts and and these kind of things that do strengthen intercostals and do help you with breathing deeper, they are good tools. And obviously, as you go along and train um, better and develop your aerobic system, and you can use more oxygen, if you've already developed the the supply chain, then that's going to be a a good thing. Um, There's very little evidence to suggest that things like using those nose, I don't even know what you call them, that open the nasal passageways, really make any difference. But again, you know, were those tests done on people who struggle with breathing? Are they done on people with deviated septum? So, you know, those are things that I'd have no problem with, with people using and and trying out and if it feels like it's supplying more air then great keep on using it
0: yep absolutely great question uh thank you so much for that and lindsay it's you're so right i mean you talk about just the people don't realize how much goes in particularly when you start doing longer i remember after my first comrades you you said you were surprised after your first marathon, comrades, how sore your shoulders were. I was, I was surprised how sore my lungs were. So, uh, yeah, it definitely does does make a big difference. Lindsay, as always, thank you so much for your time. Don't forget, if you have any questions, pop them into the forums. We'll get to them there. Uh, and we look forward to catching up again next time on, those, on the Ask Coach Perry podcast. Hey, it's Brad here again. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Ask Coach Parry podcast. Before I go, if you're struggling to get faster, we've got something special for you. All you need to do is head over to this URL. It is coachparry.com forward slash PB. It's a free training plan that'll help you shave minutes off your marathon PB time. Go check it out. It's coachparry.com forward slash PB. And also don't forget if you've got a question you need help with or if you'd simply like to run as well as we know you can, then all you need to do is head over to coachparry.com forward slash ask.